Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joe. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joe. In the last days, I pour out my spirit. Say the Lord. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show, good to be back. Apologize about last week. I uh, was canceling the show because my wife and I were going to teach at a marriage couple retreat over the Labor Day weekend, and I forgot to let Holy Ghost Radio know that. And so some of you from Holy Ghost, listening to Holy Ghost Radio, heard uh, 
something besides the Tell It Like It Is show, and boy, did I hear about it. I really did. So sorry about that, and that was totally my fault. So, But I'm back. You can text me tonight, 701-290-7862. That's 701-290-7862. Many people have been texting me already. Uh, Brother Griffith is texting you. Brother Jones. <coughs> We've got um, Lori from South Hart, Millers and Beach, Nathaniel and Park River. We've got... Uh, Let's see, we've got um, Sister Yvonne and Marin down in Bowman. Let me see who else is down here. Stacy is listening, Tim in North Carolina. And uh, they've got, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do feel bad about that. Uh, Joe was texting me. We uh, This this is a station I broadcast on is a oldies rock and roll station. It's an AM station here in Dickinson. So if I'm not on the air, they it's their regular programming. It's a news and sports, and uh, kind of an oldies rock and roll station. When I started doing this 20-some years ago, I didn't really want to be on a Christian station. I just wanted to be uh, kind of reach out to our city and our area. And so that's why we chose this station. And they've been so great to uh, to work with over the years, starting back in the day with Lee Lease, who's passed away now, and, and still those that are working here. They're always so kind to me and nice to me. And... Uh, just appreciate that. Man, the texts are coming in like crazy. <coughs> I'll, I'll get to these later, but thank you so much, um, all, all of you, for listening. We had a great church service today here in Dickinson, North Dakota. That's where I'm broadcasting from, the New Life Pentecostal Church, 501 Elks Drive. We had uh, looked like a full house there today. We had a lot of people there, and um, it's our fr- was our Friendship Sunday, which is usually the first Sunday of the month, but because of Labor Day, we moved it. Back one Sunday, and we had a had a meal afterwards, which a lot of people stayed for, which always makes me happy. And uh, all kinds of good food there, visitors there, uh, first time, several first time visitors there, and um, we were just excited about that. <coughs> Church is looking good. I mean, uh, you know, I probably talk a little bit about it today. I know that this uh, flu scare has scared. Some people, in fact, a lot worse in other churches. I, in fact, you know, I'll just say this: there's four large Catholic churches in Dickinson. Are the Catholics going back to church yet? I know in some places they're not. They and I can't figure that out. I just because I've always respected Catholic people for going to church on a faithful every week basis, and I've heard rumors that uh, they're having trouble getting the Catholics to come back to church. Well. If you're not going back to that church, come visit our church. We're we're up and running. We're <clears throat> we have a great group of people, and we'd love to have you come. Uh, tonight, I want to talk about some of that. The um, you know, I'm going to talk about uh, reaching out to the world. I'm um, I I told our church today. I'm you know I decided to speak about the same thing that I spoke about in our church, and I'll add. Other things to it here on the radio, but in Mark 16 is my text, and I'm a Mark 16 guy. I don't know. I mean, you'd have to tell me. I I don't know if I'm a positive guy. I think I'm a positive guy. I don't think I'm a negative guy. I'm always looking for God to come through. I'm always looking for God to heal. I'm always looking for God to uh, uh, change the situation. um, I'm I'm a man of faith, I believe. That when God's on your side, nothing can stand against you. I want to talk about that today. 
Mark sixteen fifteen, which unfortunately has been taken out of some of the newer versions of the Bible because they didn't like it. That's really sad when they take verses out of the Bible because it goes against their teaching. Why don't you change your teaching to line up with the Bible and try to change the Bible? That's the one reason I won't uh, I won't own an NIV Bible. I mean, I just won't use one because they took Mark 16, the last part of Mark 16, they just chopped it off. It doesn't even make sense the way they chopped it off. But anyway, here, maybe it'll make sense to you why they uh, chopped it off because this, I'll read it to you. Mark sixteen fifteen, he said, Jesus said unto them, Go ye into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. I'm a Mark 16 guy. <clears throat> I believe that that uh, these verses are still in effect today. Um, you know this. Um, in fact, I'm I'm fulfilling part of Mark 16 tonight. That's why we're on the radio because it says, "Go into all the world, preach the gospel." But it's not just talking about radio. It's talking about actually physically going into the world. This COVID scare, and I agree with you, uh, Stormy. Stormy's texting me or emailing me from the Philippines tonight. This COVID scare has caused people to stay at home. It's caused um, uh, ministries to flounder. Um, And it should never, ever have even come close to doing that. In Acts chapter 1-8, Jesus said, You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost part of the earth. And I believe this is the Great Commission. This is what we are here to do. Um, you know, we our main job as the Acts 2.38 Apostolic Church is to spread the gospel to the entire world. And I don't think we should isolate ourselves. <clears throat> Some of you need to snap out of your homebody isolationism and, and get out and start moving around a little bit. I've had people say things to me like, well, I, I don't I, I don't like crowds, Pastor Simons. Pastor Bob, I, 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 I like my home. You know, I, I'm just not a people person. You think God will, that's going to fly with God? (laughs) I'm not a people person. I mean, that's who we're supposed to be. That's, you know, that's what this world is made up of. You know, you, you, your dog or cat can't go to heaven with you, but, but people can. And so nothing wrong with owning a dog or cat, but, but I think we ought to realize that our priorities are people. Go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature, and that's not talking about animals. That's talking about people, every kind of different people. You know, this, this, um, you know, I maybe this isn't just for my tell it like it is audience in Dickinson tonight, but 
I'm just talking to some of you Pentecostals. You know, we we have to, uh, you know, we have to start focusing on what the Great Commission is. It's not the Great Omission. I said in church, you know, where we just omit to do this, but the world is dying. They're lost. There's seven billion of them, I guess. And um, and if we don't do it, who's going to do it? You know, um, preaching the gospel to everybody is um, is is you know we we have no idea who's hungry for this. You you can't when it comes to people you can't necessarily always tell the book by the cover. There are people that may be very hungry for God, and they're uh, you you can't tell it hardly at all. You know this. Um, you know this. This is so important that I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time here tonight because it's not my radio show. But th- it's not what I want to talk about tonight. But go into the world, preach the gospel. You know that. Let's let's uh, let's let's get over this this COVID foolishness, and let's just get about doing our business. Stop worrying about what you might get sick from. I mean, I mean that'll stop you dead in the tra- your tracks. And then, of course, after we preach the gospel, the Bible says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. So the rest is up to them. They have to choose, you have to choose, that are listening to me, to obey the gospel. The gospel, of course, is Jesus Christ was crucified for our sins, and our response to the gospel is that we need to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and we shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You know, and 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 this is uh, not exactly my program tonight, but I wanted to say that because I'm a Mark 16 guy. Uh, I am. I'm a Mark 16 guy. You know, the, uh, but I want to talk about tonight the signs of the believers. Text me tonight or 701-290-7862. Wait. And uh and we will uh uh try to get get to all your texts. Family is all together, sisters are crying. Brother it's gone and there's no coming back from dying Just imagine the scene That day in Bethany Someone said the healer's coming Jesus arrives Martha said if you'd been here He'd still be alive Our Lazarus was gone
Pastor Bob, tell it like it is radio show. And all of you that are texting me tonight, we uh, I appreciate you listening. Doug Fuller listening up on the lake. We've got, uh, let's see, Brother Joe, Texarkana, Arkansas, Zach and Leah, and their children listening tonight in Fargo. We've got uh, Jody and her kids listening up in Harvey. Uh, we've got... Some stoners listening. <coughs> Excuse me, Jackie Woods listening in Beulah, North Dakota. James Loopy, Oskaloosa, Iowa. Sister Brett's listening tonight. She missed me last week. I I apologize to start the program out. I uh, forgot to t- call and tell Holy Ghost Radio that we were not doing our show last week. And um, because of that, I got all <laughs> kinds of texts. Uh, text me tonight, 701-290-7862. I'm going to talk about the signs that follow believers tonight. Jesus said these signs shall follow them that believe. The first one he said was casting out devils. Casting out devils. You know, um, I believe in that. I believe there are dark forces in this world. There are demons. Uh, there, the devil doesn't want you to believe that he's real, but he is. Um, if you want to start believing in the devil, just talk to somebody that's addicted to methamphetamine. They'll tell you stories that will um, make your hair stand on end. Um, meth is a doorway, one of the new doorways to the demonic world. Uh, it's not really that new, but there. Um, there's, I bet there's not many meth addicts that are atheists. 
because they know there's more out there. There was a there was a man met one time I met in my jail ministry that <coughs> decided to he and his family decided to quit coming to our church. And I asked him, I said, they were going to another church here in Dickinson. I said, where are you going to bring your friends that have meth addictions and all kinds of problems? And he said, I'll tell them to go to your church because that's where the power's at. Uh, it's a long story why he couldn't come anymore, but but I'm telling you that one of the signs of God's people is they cast out devils. Not there, I, I don't believe everything is inspired by the devil. I believe there is free will, and I believe man can be plenty evil all by himself. But I also believe that Satan is alive, and he's well, and he is in this world. He's not just in the pagan countries. He's in this world, and people are, are uh, battling demonic powers. Uh, we many times misdiagnose people with all kinds of psychiatric illnesses that really are demonic. And I believe that we have the power to cast out devils. You know, uh, and not every, not every, uh, um, as I said, I want to just reiterate, not every problem that is out there is the devil. I don't want to give him that much credit, but I will tell you that there are demonic powers that we need to pray against. I was 20 years old when I ran face-to-face with the, in, into the devil, and uh, that was the very beginning of my spiritual awakening, not, not really meeting God first, but uh, meeting the adversary first, which brought me to God. And then he said, one of the signs in Mark 16, if you're just tuning in, that's where I'm at, it says, they shall speak in new tongues, which I believe is the initial evidence of receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And you'll find that all through the book of Acts. You'll find that in the epistles. You'll you'll find um, the Apostle Paul talks about praying in the Spirit, 1 Corinthians 14, singing in the Spirit. He's talking about praying and singing in tongues. That's what he's talking about. I mean, any... any, um, Serious study of First Corinthians fourteen will show you where Paul was talking. And some of you that think that are listening to me think, well, speaking in tongues was on the day of Pentecost, so these people would understand them. The Apostle Paul said sometimes he spoke in the in tongues of men, and sometimes in tongues of angel. And in First Corinthians fourteen, Paul said, when a man prays in tongues, nobody understands him. So there. You know, there is a tongues when people speak in tongues that there may be somebody in the room would recognize that language. I've actually been in a situation like that. But, you know, the signs of the believers is cast out devils. They'll speak in new tongues. You know, um, in Acts chapter 10, the, Peter was preaching And while he was preaching, the Holy Ghost fell on all those people, Cornelius and his entire family. And the reason they knew the Holy Ghost fell on them, because they heard them speak with tongues. In fact, later he said, um, 
when Peter was explaining to somebody else what was going on, he said they received the Holy Ghost just like we did at the beginning, and so I baptized them. And then it goes on to say that the signs of these believers is uh, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Let me just stay there for a little bit. Um, We don't certainly go around looking to pick up serpents. Uh, We're not going to tempt the Lord. We're not going to go around trying to drink some poisonous thing, right? But if you would do that accidentally, it says it won't hurt you. You know, it won't have an effect on you. Now, I'm a Mark 16 guy. I, I am. I, I believe in Mark 16. I, I I don't put it up over other scripture, but I believe in a God that protects us. In Acts chapter 28, we read a story where Paul, who was under arrest, he was being taken to Rome, but he, he was gathering a bundle of sticks, it says in Acts 28.3, and laid them on the fire, and it came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Albeit they looked upon, looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly, But after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their mind and said he was a god. Paul just shook off that venomous beast that bit him, that poisonous creature that they all knew would cause you to die. I'm not sure what it was, but it was some type of lizard that that, uh, was poisonous. Who knows if we have them around anymore, that particular one. You know, it probably hurt like crazy, too, when he got bit. But it didn't hurt him. You know, this this is, um, you know, Jesus said in Luke 10, 19, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. You know, that's why, um, you know, and I, I don't want to just keep beating a... a, a dead horse or a topic, but, you know, that's why I'm I'm just not going to stay home and hide from COVID. You know, I two weeks ago on, on a Sunday I was out eating and I couldn't taste any my food. I couldn't smell any food. That was a weird thing. I had a cough and a fever. But you know what? I'm not going to just stay at home and pretend like that I can hide from Every flu that's out there? No, you just, I'm not going to live that way. And I don't think God wants us to live that way. If if I could accidentally be, be bit by a poisonous snake or drink some deadly thing and it not hurt me, what about a flu virus? I mean, is God only able to protect me from deadly things like snakes and poison? This this is um you know this program tonight I'm telling you there are there is power there are signs that follow believers and there's a bunch of dead churches out there that don't believe in these things 
to even to the point where they get their NIV Bible and take it out of the Bible. And it's amazing to me that people get angry when someone preaches about these verses in Mark 16 about God's protection or God's healing power. Because negative minds begin to fill up with the times that it didn't look like it worked. Rather than believing and seeing it happen. I'm like Paul, you know, you get bit by that poisonous thing, just shake it off into the fire and keep moving. You know, this, this, um, <clears throat> when I was a kid, when I was young, I was involved with wrestling. Um, I was, I should say, sidetracked with it. I, you know, I just, um, you know, I, it was kind of my whole life when I was in school. But I can remember a coach. Uh, Stan Halling was a coach that I had in junior high. And if you got hurt, he would just say, shake it off. <laughs> I still don't know what that means exactly. But you'd walk you'd, you'd walk it off, you'd shake it off, <clears throat> you know, just kind of walk around till the pain goes away. And tonight I'm telling you that God is a God that is able to protect his people. We don't need to be walking around in fear of what might happen to us. That's not the will of God. Uh, let me read it again, what Jesus said. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. This this is the God that we serve. And this is the day of the Pentecostal movement. These dead, non-believing churches, the churches that don't believe in Mark 16, they're dying. I tell my Pentecostal friends all the time, don't build a church building. Buy one. Because churches are folding up all over this country. People are looking for something real. They're not looking for a bunch of chickens that are hiding in their houses. They're looking for something real. And we serve a God that is able to protect us. He's able to heal us. He's able to take us through. I'll get to that healing part in just a minute. But Text me tonight. Uh, hopefully I'm not making any of you mad. 
you'd only trust him, you'd know he isn't really dead. Because I am. But Master, I can't help what you're saying. I'm so weak. And I know he'll never come home And Master, I know someday I will see him But my faith could never roll back his stone Mary, how long will I be with you That you might understand Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show, broadcasting live from Dickinson, North Dakota, the studios of KDIX. If you're just tuning in, again, I apologize for last Sunday. I forgot to let Holy Ghost Radio know I wasn't going to be on the air. We were at a speaking at a marriage couple's retreat at our campground, and um, just really a lot of couples there. It seemed like it went real well. <clears throat> I was sick last Sunday, so last Saturday, so I hope I made sense. But uh, I recovered. You know, that's another, oh, let me just say hi. Greg Johnson, just, hey, you just, where where you been? <clears throat> We've got, let's see here, um, Tracy listening in Medora, Andrew listening from Fargo, the Burlings listening in Wishick. They surprised us. We're at church with us Wednesday night. Text me tonight, 701-290-7862. Six two. Jesus said one of the signs of the believers is they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Sometimes healing is instantaneous. We had a, a lady that came up to me after church today 
a lady came up to me after church today and she said that after she had her baby a while back, she had incredible pain in her legs, went to the doctor, they gave her pain pills, she would take the things for pain, it would help, but as soon as she quit taking them, the pain would come back, and two weeks ago, she came up to the in the front of the church, was prayed for, and the pain completely has went away and is gone. And I believe that God heals instantaneously many times. These words here are a little softer than that, but they're just as powerful. Jesus said, you'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You know, I would say we've had we've had probably 30 people in our church in the last few weeks develop flu-like symptoms and they've recovered. Just like Mark 16 says. You know that uh, here again, I I never got tested to see if I had the COVID-19 or the Delta variant. You know, I, I had the symptoms of it, but I just prayed and I recovered. Now you say, well, Pastor, I know people that didn't recover. Well, that's because this is life and we're not going to live forever. We're going to die from something. But one of the signs of the believers is they pray for the sick and they recover. You know, um, I don't know why... Why we want to make things so dramatic when many times you were sick, you got prayed for, and you recovered. Maybe you were sick for a day. Maybe you were sick for two days. But you recovered. You see, I believe the Word of God. You can do whatever you want. This is my show, so I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. But, you know, do I believe in doctors? Absolutely. There's good doctors out there that have helped a lot of people. I'm not I'm not against the medical profession at all. But I'm going to tell you I am for praying for the sick and them recovering. And I also believe in it to the point where we shouldn't worry about stuff. You know, I mean, people I don't know. I mean, I got to be careful what I say here, but I wouldn't get tested for COVID if I was sick, because I don't care what it is. You know, you're sick. So you pray and you recover. I mean, is that is that what the Scripture says? Is that what it's saying here? These signs shall follow them that believe. They'll lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. We are a Pentecostal church, the New Life Pentecostal church. You know, we believe that people will recover. I had people stand up in church today. So how many of you in the last few weeks have had flu-like symptoms? There was a bunch of them. I said, how many of you recovered? A bunch of them. I said, well, somebody ought to run the aisles if you recovered. So my good friend, Brother Alvin Hosteller, he he did it. And then finally, Brother Redmond did it later. You know, recovering doesn't sound dramatic. Sometimes it takes a little time to recover. Sometimes you probably should get some rest and drink a little water as you're recovering. But don't think that God's not working in your body. You know, Jesus, there was a little girl that was dead in Luke chapter 8, and the Bible said he raised her from the dead, and he told her parents, give her something to eat. 
She'd been dead. She'd been sick. She hadn't been eaten. Now, Jesus couldn't do anything, and he could put a little food in her tummy, too. But he didn't do that. That was her parents' job. This program tonight is not specifically about healing, but it's one of the signs that follow them that believe. You know, I I heard of a church somewhere down south, a Pentecostal church, where this dad walked into the church, never been there before. He had a little girl that was crippled real bad, and he interrupted the service, and he, he said, I heard that you people believe in divine healing. Well, my daughter's crippled. She Well, she had walkers. Uh, she had, you know, she had walkers. She couldn't walk by herself. And they brought the little girl up to the front of the church. I wish I could, if somebody knows this story, what church it is. I heard this story, and I know that somebody knows this story. But they prayed for the little girl, and she was healed. In fact, in that church today, there's a case that holds those walkers. And that little girl has grown up, and that church became full of people because of one healing that started it off. You know, this is the day of the Pentecostals. This is the day when the true, fearless people of God shine out into this world You know, a year ago, year and a half ago, we were holding church services in Dickinson, and we got a lot of flack for it. We, I mean, we got a lot. I, I, I'm still kind of amazed that even the governor of North Dakota addressed our church on one of his daily broadcasts. I mean, it, it, it was crazy to me. And, and people were telling me that you're going to ruin the testimony of your church. Because people are going to think you're foolish. Well, a year and a half has gone by, and it did not ruin the testimony of our church. If anything, we have people visit our church now and say, you're one of the churches that didn't shut down. And we didn't shut down just because we had a right to stay open, which we did. We're Americans, and we have the freedom to practice our religion, so we, we had a constitutional right. Uh, we sh- didn't shut down because Pastor Bob is just a stubborn guy and gets stuff stuck in his head, and that's what he's going to do. The reason we didn't shut down is because we we believed that God could take care of us. And, you know, folks, I've been seeing that a lot of people agree with that now, and I'm thankful for that. We have got to put our faith in God, not in the ever-changing news media. You know, this... this, um, Ever-changing news media is coming out with something new every time, every day. And people believe it like it's the gospel. If the CDC says you need to wear a mask, 
you'll wear a mask. If the CDC says you don't need to wear a mask, you, you won't wear a mask. Like right now in the Dickinson schools, they're not wearing masks. In the Fargo schools, they are wearing masks. You know, the... the um, but why don't we pay attention to what the Word of God says? You know, that we can go out into this world with all of its dangers, and we can walk through this world, like Jesus said. He said that you'll pick up serpents, and I believe he meant accidentally. If you drink any deadly thing, it won't hurt you. And if you do get sick, we'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. You know, this, this, um, I was just talking to some people in our church who have a daughter that got real sick. She was at home and she got scared. <clears throat> I think she, she lives in Florida. And so she called the ambulance and the, the paramedics showed up to her house and they talked her into staying at home and just not being so scared. You know, this, you know, Jesus, or the Apostle Paul said in first, Second Timothy 1, 7, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. The spirit of fear does not come from God. It doesn't. And so, when Pastor Bob two weeks ago lost his sense of taste and smell, and I was coughing and and uh, had a fever, there was in were instances that I started to feel a little afraid. I'm not sure why. Because, number one, I serve a God that knows everything, and he knows where I'm at. Number two, if you do develop COVID-19, there's a 99.8% that you'll recover. I think people that developed COVID-19, was it two or three out of a thousand that died? Is that correct? If somebody check that out. I'm sure that changes all the time, but I think you can look that up on the CDC website. The average death of people that died of COVID was, is it 78 or 79? The average life expectancy is right at 78, 79. I'm not saying people dying is something we should make light of, but I'm telling you, I don't know why. There's, you know, there's a better chance that I'm going to die on my way home on my motorcycle tonight. It's cold out, by the way. I wore a hooded sweatshirt. Um, You guys know Pastor Bob likes to ride on motorcycles. I do. They're dangerous. My mom wishes I wouldn't ride on them. I enjoy riding on them. But I've got a better chance of dying on that motorcycle than I do from COVID-19. And I'm not afraid to ride on that. 
He's not given us a spirit of fear. It doesn't come from God. When that spirit of fear attacks you, it comes from somewhere else. Because God has given us power, love, and a sound mind. That's what God's given us. You know, we don't have to worry about the things that are out of our control. And Mark 16 talks about that. You know, he is with us. He is. He's with us. Text me tonight, 701-290-7862. I'll try to read some of these before the end of the show.
are listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast. Good to have you with us tonight, this September 12th, 2021. We are telling you that Mark 16 is still in effect today. Uh, He is still a healer. He is still a deliverer. He can still help the drug addict and the alcoholic and the demons that are associated with that. He is the answer to life's problems. Your marriage is under satanic attack. Your family is under satanic attack. Um, He is more than able to help you. You know, this... I'm so glad that I'm part of a a church that believes in the power of God. We believe that God can, like I say, heal, protect, deliver, and we want you to experience that. The uh, New Life Pentecostal Church, 501 Elks Drive, our next service is Wednesday night at 7.30. Is it true that we're going to have John Hussey preaching? Is that true? Where are my Bowman people? Are they listening? Where's Brother Hussey? We've got um, Wednesday night or Tuesday night in Beach at the Beach Community Center at 7.30. Wednesday night in Dickinson, 501 Elks Drive. Thursday night in Bowman. On Right on Main Street. Is it 18 North or 18 Main Street there in Bowman? We've got uh, Pentecostal. Church in Beulah called the Truth Community Church, 223rd Street Northwest in Beulah. Wednesdays at 7, Sundays at 10.30. A beautiful redhead just texted me that. My granddaughter, Jackie. <coughs> we um, Friday mornings in Dickinson at 6 o'clock. We have a men's Bible study, 6 a.m. at the church. Love to have you come there. That's That would be a great way. Sunday mornings, we have Sunday school. 10 o'clock, worship service at 11. This Sunday, a week from today, Brother Dale Jones will be preaching at our Dickinson Church for our worship service. And then a week from Wednesday, he'll be also preaching on our Wednesday night service. So uh, two um, kind of a double header with Brother Jones Sunday and Wednesday, not this Wednesday, but a week from Wednesday. But this coming Sunday, Brother Jones will be Preaching, so we'll, uh, he's, he's a uh, definitely a favorite here at our church. People really love Brother Jones. Um, hey, Brother Blackshear, he just texted me. Good to have Brother Blackshear listening tonight. Just a lot of you are texting so good, so thank you so much. Miranda from New England is texting. And uh, Brian and Tammy are listening in Minot. Okay, <coughs> well, that's neat. The, um, you know, this, this, um, you know, I didn't come into the studio with a whole lot of stuff here, but, but I, I just want you to know that we do serve a God that when we're in his will, we don't have to sit and worry about a lot of stuff. You know, we, we really don't, you know, you look where, where Jesus talked about, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about Take no thought for your life. Don't don't worry about a lot of these things. Just let's just do his will. Let's just preach the gospel. Let's just love people. 
and let's not let's stop worrying about what might happen because i promise you that type of worrying does not please god he wants us to trust him he wants us to have faith in him that virus um it, it's all over this world and i would rather serve God and let him take care of me than try to be fearful and hide and and so on. Lord Jesus, tonight as we close our broadcast, we just ask you to help us. Lord, I pray for the fearful that are listening, maybe the ones that are, are sick even right at this moment and are, are afraid because of that. I pray for them. God, help them have a confidence in you and your word. Lord, doesn't matter what the news media says, but we do believe what your word says and that we can lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. God, and I just pray that you'll help all of us to have faith that your word is true and these other things, Lord, just change every day. We just pray today in the name of Jesus. Well, thank you for listening. And next week, I will be, next week, we have Ben Simons going to be the host on the Tell It Like It Is show. Sister Bretz, you like Ben Simons. I heard that you think he does a pretty good job. So he's going to be speaking next Sunday and uh, for the Tell It Like It Is show. And so Pastor Bob will be back two weeks from tonight. But tune in next Sunday and just see if my son can uh, carry the water. God bless.
always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website www.holyghostradio.com The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.